Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Today, in this wonderful series of the last words of Christ on the cross, we go to this marvelous saying. Oh, I tell you, I rejoice today in the studio as I can proclaim these words which echo through all eternity when Jesus on the cross cried out, It is finished. Hallelujah. We have seven sentences. We have already spoken about many of them, but this is one of my favorite Oh, I tell you so many times in my prayer, so many times in my preaching, so many times as I speak to people, I talk about this one word that Jesus spoke out, it is finished. We read it in John chapter 19, verse 30. It says, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Yes. Oh, I like it. He said it is accomplished. It is done. Yes, he did it all. You know, in the midst of all that excruciating suffering, and I tell you, he suffered so much in soul, body, and spirit as all of humanity turned against him. They mocked him. I tell you, they took him on that road to Calvary. Well, we'll talk about that in a moment. But you know, he never lost sight of what he was doing, what he was accomplishing, what he was finishing. He never lost sight of his obedience to the Father, and he stuck to the plan of the Father. You know, so many times when we have made a commitment somewhere, when things go different than we thought or imagined, when things start to hurt and we start to feel them and they are painful, you know, we deviate from the plan. But Jesus never deviated from the plan. He knew why he came. He knew what he was doing there. And he was doing it in total commitment to the obedience to the Father. And you know, it says, in this suffering, his obedience was made perfect. Oh, what a wonderful sentence. And how important for us to learn from this, that whatever you are going through, stay obedient to the Father. Stay obedient to his word. Stay obedient to his promise. Oh, go through. Go through it. Go forward. Move on. Move on. No matter what you lose, no matter how it looks like or what people say or think, or no matter what your feelings say, I tell you, move forward and stick to the plan. Stick to the plan that God gave in his word. And you know, Jesus, he stuck to the plan. And when he knew that all things had been accomplished. You know, he said, it, it's finished. You know, it actually says these words twice in Scripture, because you will read, as you read in the 28th verse, it says, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now finished, that the Scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. And then afterwards, he said, it is finished. It says, Jesus, knowing that all things were now finished, said it is finished. You know, he didn't guess it. He didn't hope it. Jesus knew that all things that were prophesied, all things that the Father had already shown through the prophets and through the promises and through the different types, that they were now accomplished and finished and done. And it is after this, when he knew that all things had 
been accomplished, had been done according to the plan, that he said, it is finished. And you know, those words, they were not just spoken 2,000 years ago. These words, they still echo through eternity. They echo today. And they are powerful today, just as powerful today as they were when he first spoke them upon the cross. The Son of God has been made man, and he led a life of perfect virtue and of total self-denial. And yet it says that all his life he was despised and rejected of man, that he was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. His enemies, oh, they were so many like a legion around him. And his friends, they were few. And those few friends, they even became faithless as they ran away when, you know, Jesus was taken prisoner in the garden. And, you know, it says that he was delivered into the hands of those that hate him. He was arrested while he was in the act of prayer. You know, he was not committing a crime. He never committed a crime. He never did anything wrong. It says, you know, that even those that had to judge him, like Pilate and others, they said, I find no fault in him. I don't understand why you want to kill him. Why do you want to kill him so bad? He just did good in his life. He healed. He gave hope. But yet his enemies who were there, who hated him with such a deep hate, they just wanted to see him die. And you know, he was robed in mockery. And then he was unrobed in shame. And it it's terrible when you read all that happened to him, you know, as he was tied up against that pillar. And then in such cruelty, they just beat him with that whip and they just pulled the flesh out of him and they hurt him so much. And why? 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 I question why. Oh, my friend, I question why. But of course, I know why. It was because of my sin. It was because of our sin that he had to go through this terrible situation. But just think of it, how he was tied to that pillar. And it says, and by his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah, that he carried all of that cruelty and all of that pain. He was innocent. They even declared him innocent. And yet he was delivered up by the judge, the judge who was there, who should have stood up for him, who should have preserved him. Yet that judge gave him up to be crucified on the cross, and then they dragged him through the streets of Jerusalem. Oh, you know, those streets that had already killed the prophets, now they would crimson themselves, they would defile themselves with the blood of the prophet's master. Just think of these things. It goes so deep, my dear friend. He was brought to the cross, and then he was nailed in a cruel way to that wood, And it says, cursed are all who are crucified on that wood, you know. He was cursed there on that cross. The sun, oh, it ceased to shine. It didn't want to shine anymore. And then in that very hour of darkness, oh, God forsakes him. And he cries out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Oh, I tell you, what a pain, what a suffering he felt on our behalf. And then he hangs there. He hangs there while sin and Satan, oh, they are rejoicing. Death is rejoicing there. They think they have him. And he's hanging there with a broken heart. His limbs are dislocated. Oh, even heaven stays silent 
before him, and the sun even veiled his face for him. Oh, I tell you, he is there. The earth forsook him. His disciples forsook him. They all fled, and they left him there on the cross, totally alone. And there he is looking, but there is none to help him. Oh, he is there all alone, and he carries that weight of sin upon his back and upon his shoulders. Oh, hallelujah. And that just wants to make me shout today, Oh, thank you, King Jesus, because you truly carried all the sins of my life and of this world upon your shoulders. You became a curse for me. You carried my sicknesses. Oh, I thank you so much that I am free because of the suffering that you have taken for me upon that cross. And then you thirst, and they give you vinegar. And after you have taken that, you say, Oh, it is finished. It is accomplished. Well, you know, why did he say it is accomplished? What did he mean when he said it is accomplished? Well, first of all, all the types, all the promises, all the prophecies, they were now fully accomplished in him. You know, he is the dividing point between the Old and the New Testament. All these scriptures in the Old Testament prophesying about the Savior, all that he would do, all that he would suffer, all that he would accomplish and finish, all those symbols and all those types, they all were fulfilled in him. You know, it would be impossible for anyone in any time of history to think up of some way or someone that could accomplish the work that Jesus accomplished, that could finish it. I mean, all those hundreds of prophecies, to finish them all, to accomplish them all, it would be impossible. I mean, you would already have to begin to be born out of a virgin. Now, how do you do that? How do you do that? But Jesus, he was born out of the virgin. And all the other things in his life, you know, he's not just the lamb that was sacrificed. He's also the priest, the high priest bringing the sacrifice. But he's also the altar on which the sacrifice lays. Oh, if you start to think of all these things, Jesus is all in all. He is everything. How could any other man, any other person think up of a way to fulfill all those prophecies? You know, he fulfilled all those prophecies. And some prophecies, they they are apparently so contradictory to each other. I mean, in one way, he was despised and rejected of men. And on the other hand, it says, all kings shall fall down before him and all nations shall serve him. How can you fulfill both of these prophecies? Well, you know, Jesus, he fulfilled all of these prophecies. He was rejected and despised by men. And yet, all bow down and all cry out that he is Lord. He was without spot and without blemish. And just start to think of all these prophecies, starting in the Garden of Eden, all the way up to the book of Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. You know, Jesus fulfilled each and every prophecy in the book or in all of the books in the Bible. And how wonderful it is. And he knew that he accomplished it all, that he finished it all. And that's why he said, it is done. It is accomplished. Well, you know, another thing that he accomplished and finished is that all the sacrifices 
that were there because of the old Jewish law. They were now abolished. They were now explained and finished, and they had come to their completion in him. They were finished in him, finished in him. He is that only sacrifice that takes away the sin of the world, the sin of mankind. There are no more sacrifices needed. Oh, my friend, if you think, you know, Noah, he was sacrificing on the altar. Abraham was sacrificing on the altar. Isaac was sacrificing. Jacob was sacrificing. Think of David, how many sacrifices in his lifetime. Think of Solomon. Oh, even more. He was sacrificing tens of thousands of animals. And every day that blood was flowing, every year that blood was flowing, every year the high priest had to go into the temple, into the Holy of Holies, and he had to put the blood there on the Ark of the Covenant. But hallelujah, now that Jesus was sacrificed, it is finished. No more sacrifices needed. No more blood needs to be shed. No animal has to die anymore. Jesus, he paid it all. He finished it all. It is accomplished. You know, he could say it is finished because his obedience had come to a completion. He had obeyed. He had obeyed his whole life. He had obeyed all of eternity. And he even obeyed in this hour on the cross. He even obeyed when he prayed and said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yet, even at that moment, that hour, he did not deviate, but he stayed in obedience. When all of the wrath of God was thrown out over him, and he had to carry it all and taste it all and drink that cup of bitterness to the last drop, he drank it to the last drop. After he had finished and accomplished his obedience to the Father, he could say, it is finished. It is done. I have been obedient to the very last. Well, you know, another reason why he said it is finished is that there was satisfaction given to the justice of God. He could say it is finished. You know, the justice of God, it demanded satisfaction. Somebody had to pay for sin. Somebody had to pay for the trespasses, and that blood of animals could not pay fully the price that needed to be paid. It was only soothing for a moment, but then again, again, the blood had to be shed. Again, the sacrifice had to be given. But Jesus, he, the lamb without any spot or wrinkle, any blemish, he was offered up on our behalf and sacrificed, and that sacrifice, it satisfied the law. It satisfied the justice of God, and it didn't demand another sacrifice anymore. Well, you know, this is something to study a little bit deeper when you have time. I'm just going over these points, but they all hold such power for our life today. So don't be ignorant of these things, because the devil, he will come after you. And when you don't know that the sacrifice of Christ has satisfied the law, the demands of the law, then you will continue to live under guilt and you will return back to the spirit of slavery. But we don't go back to that spirit. We are sons and daughters. We have the spirit which in us cries out, Abba, Father. That relationship has been restored. It's been reconciled, restored. But you need to know the reason why 
And upon what ground? And the ground is the sacrifice of the perfect lamb. Well, you know, another thing that is important, which we should know, is that Jesus, he totally destroyed the power of Satan and of sin and of death. And that's why he could say, it is finished. It is done. He crushed Satan's head, the head of that old serpent. He satisfied and paid the price for our soul that death has no more hold upon us, that sin cannot keep us bound up anymore. He satisfied the law that we have been made free. My friend, you need to know this. Whenever the devil comes for you and he wants to lay hold of your life again, you need to cry out and say, no, what are you doing? You have no right upon me because Jesus, oh, the lamb that was sacrificed, he set me free and you have no more power over me and sin has no more power over me and death has no more power over me because it is finished. It is accomplished. You have been defeated. You know, so many times the devil wants you to think that he still has a chance to win. But you know, he already has lost. He is defeated. He is under our feet in the name of Jesus. And so it's so important that you hear these words, it is finished, and that you hold on to them, that you understand what they mean, and that you wonder about them, because it's a miracle, my friend. This is the greatest miracle that happened that Jesus, the Son of God, gave his life for us. You know, he ratified the covenant. The covenant was broken on our side. And so we had no more right to all the promises and no more right to all the wonderful things that God had promised in his word. But Jesus ratified the covenant and we have a new covenant, the covenant in his blood. And so all the promises, the Bible says they have been made yes and amen to us. It's because it is finished. It is finished. He honored his father and divine justice was fully displayed there when he said, it is finished. He honored the father when he said, it is finished. Isn't it wonderful to honor your heavenly father? How do you honor your heavenly father to finish the work that he gave you to do? Jesus finished the work that the father gave him to do. And so he honored the father. And you know, it also glorified Jesus himself. When he said, it is finished, that gave glory to him. He had done it. Oh, you know, that great, wonderful feeling you get when you know you have succeeded and fulfilled your destiny, your purpose, your calling. And you know, that's what Jesus had there. He had finished it. He had accomplished it. He had done it. And so it brought such glory and honor to him. Yes, the Bible says he received a name above every other name. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. You know, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit was procured for us. Yes. Oh, how was it possible for the Holy Spirit to come and live in sinful men, it was impossible. Never was there a way. All the Spirit could come upon someone, but it could never come and dwell in us. But now we have been made temples of the Holy Spirit. How can I know? How can I say? How do I even dare to proclaim that I am a temple of the Holy Spirit and that He dwells within me? It's because of those wonderful words. It is finished. I tell you, those words had an impact and effect upon heaven. They had an impact and effect upon earth. 
They had an impact and effect upon hell. They have an impact upon me. They have an impact upon you. Those words of Jesus, it is finished. Oh, what can we do? Well, I tell you what we must do. We must proclaim these words. We must let the world know that it is finished. There is a way that every person can make things right with the Creator. We can make things right with God. We can come into that reconciled relationship and call Him Abba Father. How is this possible? Because it is finished. Because it is accomplished. Because it is done. Because it is done. Oh, my friend, it is done for you. Oh, listen to these words right now. Whatever you're going through, whatever lies the devil is telling you, however you feel separated from God, oh, don't allow those thoughts, feelings, the lies of the devil to impact you, but allow these words of Jesus to impact you. It is accomplished. My brother, my sister, my friend, it is accomplished for you. Oh, you are free. You have been set free of the power of sin, of death, of hell, of the devil. You have been made into a child of God, and every promise in the book is yes and amen for you. Father, I pray for my listener right now. I pray for the multitudes that hear this word. Lord, that these words that you have spoken may ring into their ears, that it may ring into their spirit, into their inner man, that they may know it is finished. It is finished, hallelujah. Not by their own works, oh Lord, but by your grace and by your love and by your goodness. Oh, you loved us so much that you gave your life, you gave yourself that we may be set free. And you finished the work. You drank that cup of bitterness on our behalf. You died and took all that suffering and that pain for us on our behalf that we may be set free. Oh, today we are free. I know that I'm free. Hallelujah. Because it is finished. Jesus finished it. Jesus accomplished it upon the cross. And my friend, that's why it's finished for you. Oh, hallelujah. It is done. It is accomplished that every blessing can come to you right now. The blessing of forgiveness, the blessing of deliverance, the blessing of healing, the blessing of whatever you need. It is there right now because God is near to you. Oh, Father, I pray, touch them from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Touch them in soul, body, and spirit. If they need forgiveness, cleanse them right now because of Christ, what he accomplished. Oh, if demons are plaguing them, if the devil is plaguing them, in the name of Jesus, that they may be delivered and set free right now of the power of darkness. Oh, feel that deliverance. He is setting you free now because the devil has no choice. He has been defeated upon the cross. His head is crushed. He has been defeated by the all-powerful Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And in his name, we declare today that his power is finished. His stronghold will be taken down over your life right now in Jesus' name. Healing. We proclaim healing into the life of those that listen. Touch them in their physical body. Touch them and heal their broken heart. Touch them in their mind, Lord, and bring peace and joy. Take away every bitterness, every depression, every darkness in the name of Jesus now because it is finished. It is all in the accomplished work of Christ. Touch their marriage. 
touch their finances, touch their family, touch their ministry, touch every aspect of their life right now with your blessings, with your goodness, because, Lord, you have accomplished it for us. You made every promise and every beautiful, wonderful goodness of the Father available to us when you accomplished it for us on the cross. Thank you. We receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 